0: Good evening. Welcome Dr. Dooney to my podcast, Be Happy, Healthy and Wealthy. So Dr. Dooney, it's such an amazing thing to have you on my podcast. And can you tell my audience a bit more about your background, your accolades, your achievement and your story?
1: Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Irene. It's been a pleasure being invited to come on your podcast today. So, hi, everyone. I am Dr. Dini. I am the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor. I'm an international speaker and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom. And what I do in my own space is, uh, most importantly, one of my main roles is being a mother. I've got uh, beautiful children who I love so dearly. And um, in I can see that in my own life, personally, having these children working, running my business, doing all the things I do, I have found that every single day is a gift. Mm. And by virtue of appreciating every day as a gift, I get the opportunity not only to live the life, but to help other people by empowering mothers, by teaching my children, by word and example, but also by um, saving lives as a family doctor as well. So there's lots of things I also do, but of course, um, it's really, really fulfilling every day.
0: Wow, that's amazing. So so Dr. Duny, so you're a GP, is that right?
1: that's correct and
0: you are a lecturer in university of manchester yes so you you teach medical students
1: that's that correct right? yes
0: and you're also coaching mummies.
1: <laughs> absolutely to prevent
0: them from getting burnout oh,
1: that's correct
0: wonderful and
1: you're a mom and a wife so i'm a mom yeah and my beautiful children uh, I'm I'm a single mom as well, so that makes it very, you know how challenging it can be oh, to yeah. have that. But what happens is when you look at your challenges and you convert those challenges to oh. the rocket fuel that gets you out of a place where you perhaps thought, I don't think I'm going to go through this. I don't think I can make it. And you find yourself at the top of you like, how did I get here?
0: That's wow. exactly
1: how I am at the moment. Wow! Because there was a time in my life when I felt, how am I going to get through this rough patch, this state of brokenness as I was grieving the loss of my father and also living an acrimonious, abusive relationship? It's just being able to grow through that and be who I am today.
0: Mm. I am
1: grateful, eternally grateful.
0: Oh, my God. Wow, that is so inspiring, because obviously it's through the challenges that's where you grow. So I can see that, uh, you know, you've been through that patch. Can you tell us a bit more what actually happened, if you don't mind?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, <clears throat> um, at, there was a time when I, my father passed away. Now I'm the kind of person I grew up in a family where all close knit, and uh, my father is a huge um influence in my life he's mm. a man that lived before his time mm. he's a man that was very enlightened mm. i remember when we would have uh, discussions and um in the family and he wasn't the kind of parent that would say do as i say you know those uh, very authoritarian parents mm. he valued everybody's opinion uh. i remember when we ever had a decision to make he would say everybody should get a book a book and a pen mm. make notes write your questions, reflect on it. And, you know, we all discuss together. So that is the upbringing I had. Mm. But um, when my father passed away, it was just a huge blow Mm. because I I just could not understand why. Mm. (laughs) And I think at that point, of course, even my faith was shaken because I was like, God, really? I don't understand Mm. why my father had to die. And Mm. I think, from, from that point of view, mm. it, it really, really shook me. And at that point as well, I, I kind of also left an abusive relationship, which, I mean, that was the moment of jubilation for me. But imagine me working full-time as a doctor, having my children, both under the age of five, wow. going through grief. Wow. That was whew, burnout extraordinaire. <laughs> it wow. was really something. But being able to go through that um, state where perhaps I was more overwhelmed, I was exhausted, I was afraid all the time, I Mm. lost three dress sizes, you could all see all my bones showing, and this is me, I could not sleep. Mm. And having all that going on, and not having anybody around to turn to, rather having criticism left, right and center, Mm. I just felt, how am I going to get through this? And then one day on this beautiful Saturday morning, my mm. beautiful daughter comes up to me, mommy, mommy, let's get out and play. And she was so excited to go outside to play because it had snowed. And I mean, I'm someone that loves playing with my children. Mm. And while she was trying to get me out of bed, my son was toddling along, you know, trying to get the coats off the hanger, very short at that time. Mm. And at that point, I was. I smiled at her and said, come and cuddle with mommy. And she just jumped into bed with me and so did her little brother. And as I held both of them, I started to cry because here I was telling them, come and cuddle with mommy again. And what really hurt me the most was the fact that I knew I wanted to play with my children, but I did not have the energy. Mm. And that moment where I felt that height of brokenness The height of burnout was Mm. the moment I made the decision that Mm. is responsible for where I am today. Mm. That was the day I made the decision. This had to end. I needed to find a way. I needed to move through this for myself and for the sake of my children. And so I started my quest and started to read books, do courses, get coaches, listen to podcasts. I did everything. Wow. And so I'm here. Wow not just you know thriving with my children but also empowering other mothers to do the wow. same as well
0: wow i feel the 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 power the energy you know i feel the 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 revive energy from you bouncing to me even through zoom you know ooh wow really i feel that you wanted to give because you've been through the same that situation that you, you there's no one to guide you, and you did all this on your own, and you realize that you know what, I'm gonna give somebody this one-stop shop where you know what, you come here, you get all this, and I can feel that you want to give back. Mm-hmm. Wow, you've been through a lot. So, <laughs> wh- how how did you do that? How
1: did you overcome? so basically and that's the reason why i always share with people you see many people think oh my goodness um if you're feeling burnt out or stressed out or overwhelmed you just need to sleep well eat well uh exercise and you'll be fine but no there are different aspects that make up your whole being mm. not just your body mm. your mind your spirit mm. your soul mm. and that's Holistic view is what makes you who you are. Mm. Um, I describe this in my best-selling book, Every Mom is a Super Mom. And Mm. imagine you are riding on a unicycle. And on that unicycle, the tire has got four compartments. If one of those compartments is flat, how would your ride be? Very bumpy. Exactly. Mm. So if you your mindset and your thought process is out of sync and overwhelmed, and every other thing maybe seems okay, your well being is still out of sync. Mm. If spiritually you are malaligned, well being out of sync. If physically you are drained of energy, well-being is out of sync. If emotionally you are overwhelmed and stressed out and vibrating at low vibration emotions, mm. it will be out of sync. And so it's very important that we recognize that. So in that state of my brokenness of when I was so burnt out, I was grieving and still, you know, grief never really ends, to be honest. Um, When we look at the way grief journey uh, kind of goes through or we navigate through the grief journey, it never really comes to an end. Mm. There are moments when I remember my father and I feel very um, emotional and it's so beautiful sometimes, but so painful as well. Mm. And so even in that space, you need to tap into your, what is that spiritual essence? Mm. I believe in God. And I know that even at that point when I was really questioning God and saying, really, what were you thinking, Lord, mm. when my father passed away? Mm. I mean, really, why did you have to take him away? Mm. You know, um, I, I knew that, There was a reason why. And Mm. several years down the line, after my father had passed away, the Lord said something to me during my moment of prayer. Mm. And it started to make things really clear. Mm. Really, really clear why it happened the way it happened. And then I then moved on to my mental state. You see, we always have lots of thoughts going through our minds. Mm. Many thoughts. Mm. but we have got the power to regulate those thoughts that's right and that's the reason why we need to be aware aware when we are aware of the thoughts that are going through when your thoughts that are going through your head is i'm not good enough i'm this i'm i'm not i'm i'm not clever enough I, i'm a failure and that's the way i felt i felt like a failure as a mother mm. and i said that to myself mm. and so i started to Look at those things and ask some fundamental questions. Mm. Number one, is yeah. it true? Is it true? Is it true? Mm. Is it really true? Mm. The second one, is it helpful? Is it helpful? And the third one, is it kind? Is it kind? So when I start asking myself those questions, when I have these negative thoughts flowing through my mind, yeah, if The answer to any of those is no, then I kick that thought away. Kick it out? Out. Next.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Is that how you work on all those different
1: aspects? Absolutely. And that's the mind. When it comes to emotion, oh, I love that one the most. Do you know why? Mm. Because where our emotion kind of uh, evolves from is the soul. Mm. The soul is where the emotions kind of come from. So you have anger, fear, love, joy, all that, um, mm. apathy, even yeah. depression, everything's there. Wow. But you know, the food for the soul is music. Music. Oh, you know, many people don't seem to realize that. So when you're feeling all that sadness, guess what? Put on some music and start Dance. to move. And start to move. Mm, you know, like even if you, don't have to get up if you don't have the energy to get up, just, you know, better nod your head, shrug your shoulders, you know, whatever feels good to you. Just go with the flow. And that's what I did. At those moments where I found it hard to pray, mm. those times I found the grief was just so much. I would mm. just play music.
0: Wow.
1: And I remember this particular one. Every, till today, anytime I hear it, it just takes me back to those moments. Mm. It's Don Moen. I will sing, I will praise, even in my darkest hour, through the sorrow and the pain. Mm -hmm. And it was just those words going over and over that were bringing and lifting my spirit, lifting my soul from a place where I felt deep pain and sadness to a place where I felt hope. Hope, wow. And when you feel hope, everything starts to come, possibilities start to open, wow. and then you start to see things all align before oh, you.
0: Beautiful. Wow.
1: And the last part's physical. And then physical. Oh my goodness. That one is that one is easy peasy. Once the spirit, the mind, the soul are in line, wow. your physical gets in because you're already dancing, remember? Mm. <laughs> everything inside <laughs> change exactly and then you start to smile a bit more mm. and when you're doing that guess what your brain is now secreting some happy chemicals yeah endorphins exactly the endorphins you're feeling good and yeah. the, you, you start to have the energy to mm. do what you need to do and mm. as you do what you need to do you get results you feel happy yeah. and you continue again so that's positive it. feedback
0: that's right Wow, wow. So that's your recipe then?
1: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs>
0: yeah, your recipe. Do you have um, a, Do you have an acronym for it?
1: So basically what I tend to do when it comes to um, addressing the mindset, I look at it as um, the harmony loop. The so harmony loop. Yes. So it's harmony all the way. So when you're looking at your life, you need to look at how... Because people tend to say, okay, oh, I'm, I'm a mother and I'm working and I'm running my business and I've got so many things going on about myself and they don't realize that. <laughs> there might be balance. People talk about work-life balance and some people say it's a myth. I personally, because I love music and I love dancing, I think of it about it as harmony. Harmony. Yeah, we need to create a flow between the mind spirit bodies soul mind spirit body soul you can't just say oh i'm going to be exercising going to the gym and you're going to be um not mindful about the thoughts going through your mind you yeah. need to put everything in sync and that's where that harmony comes in
0: wow that's your secret recipe your harmony <laughs> and i love that word harmony it's amazing you know like like symphony you know harmony singing songs Mm -hmm. nice beats you know just that love nice tempo Mm. right Mm. now dr dooney so that is obviously the the worst patch you've been through now
1: Mm. yeah
0: that obviously make you grow the most yes okay and can i ask you 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 mentioned about um your par i mean your, your father yes. and uh, how i mean do you did you grow up in this country
1: no um so um my father um and my family i grew up in nigeria yeah and um and, and for those who maybe might know a little bit about the nigerian culture that's why i said my father is a man that was born ahead of his time Mm. um children were seen and not heard ah. that was a normal thing that's mm. the first thing then if you are female mm. that's even worse Is you're it? not supposed to even appear really? <laughs> you know? so um women were I, I, i've seen as sometimes as second-class citizens and it's so sad that even today
0: right. still
1: some people that have that notion in their minds so they they do not respect women because uh-huh. of that say cultural upbringing uh-huh. but my father had this very unique approach to life mm. he believed in the uniqueness of every human being uh-huh. that even a baby deserves respect of course and he kind of opened things up in a way that if i did not agree with maybe something he said i can open up and say i wasn't there in trepidation shaking and say no i can't speak about this because my father will be upset no there was mm. that openness. And I think in that level in that um environment of love, which was which was so beautiful, I was not exposed to other people who had things differently. Mm. So I, I I was kind of a bit, I would say I was naive, and I thought everybody experienced this um mm. ability to share, ability mm. to um voice their opinions, mm. ability. To Seen and heard and loved
0: mm.
1: and I thought that was it wow. and so um, when I discovered that that wasn't it and as a matter of fact I was more the exception to the rule
0: yeah exception to <laughs> like, the rule
1: right?
0: yeah. oh yeah <laughs> I mean the, the the thing is so that's amazing and uh, similar ish in Chinese culture as well actually and uh, would you say you how how many siblings have you
1: got? I've got two.
0: Oh, two. So you and uh.
1: My two siblings, my brother and my sister.
0: Ah, so so in total three of them. So you. we're
1: three. Yeah, we're three. So <laughs> the
0: blessed three to be have taught the the right way in life.
1: Absolutely. You know the funny thing about it. The funny thing that you said that because my mom just has this thing. She said, "Ah, God gave me the three children." Is it the one that God the Father is taking care of or God the Son or God the Holy Spirit that's not going to solve
0: it? Yeah, amazing. Right. So you you mentioned about your mum as well. So in a sense that uh, it's there, I mean, what sort of things have you learned from your mum that you feel that, oh, it's so, so precious. I want to tell people, especially, you know, this podcast, we've got a lot of different, uh, you know, listeners from all over the world.
1: Yes. Oh my goodness. Now, I think, first of all, I, I, my mother is a woman of substance. And if there's anybody that kind of went through life with me, that's my mother. Um, I love my father so much. And uh, I kind of, I kind of have some of his features, like my eyes are his eyes. <laughs> These are his eyes. <laughs> and the smile are his eyes I, I smile. But, my mother has got this love, this unconditional love within wow. her for I each can feel it, you
0: know. I can yeah. feel the energy. My goodness
1: <laughs> up, you know. As in, I love her to bit. As in wow. seriously, she she's just phenomenal. I remember all I just need to do sometimes, sometimes. you know the funny thing about my mom mm. is she feels when I'm not feeling well. And she ah. I speak to her pretty much every day and she would call me and say duny how are you and you know sometimes she would do a video call and she would say duny your eyes are shining <laughs> you're about to fall you your eyes are shining she knew she knows as if it's just phenomenal what she knows and you know it blows my mind completely <laughs> so um. I, I really really cherish that and i think of course my mom had our own um Modality of parenting. Thankfully, my mom was also the kind of person that says, hey, if a work needs to be done at home, rather than the conventional um, African mentality of the, the girls do the kitchen work and the boys go watch television or whatever, my mom would say, boy, girl, you wash plates, you cook the food, you sweep the floor, you do everything. Oh. So she also had that. Yes, and it was yeah. so beautiful being able to um, have that um, upbringing because I remember when my brother was in university and my brother is the eldest. And uh, when he was in university, we were still in high school and we would go visit him in campus. And when we go to visit him, say, after church on Sunday, he would cook for us. You know, and it was so beautiful to well, be able to It's,
0: meet my it's a good school. husband to him, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Tell me about it. I mean, it's amazing, wow. it is really amazing. So, yes, um, that, 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 that upbringing was really, really good. And even till date, um, the way she interacts, the way she, she my mother is a driver, mm. She she's uh, very, very full um, of energy, full of energy, and she loves God. I mean, she was the one that brought us through this, knowing about the Lord, reading the Bible. We mm. were very in tune. Mm. with, So we didn't go to church because we had to go to church. Mm. We pretty much knew how to not just to understand what scripture said, mm. but to understand how that was applicable in our lives. Of course so it was so beautiful that wow,
0: you window. you got all this beautiful heritage i call it heritage yes. you know because it's uh you are one of the blessed ones mm. you know you've been through a lot mm. you know what those are really heritage that no one can take it away from you So wow cool. wow so yeah your parents gave you legacy you know yes oh wow Right, so my audience, so while we're halfway here, audience, please listen. For men to be nice, eligible, if yes. you know how to cook, that is a good property. Mm. Very good characteristics. A lot of ladies want men who can cook because mm. that goes to show they know how to be a good husband.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Okay. <laughs> Now, we, um, obviously, we wanted to talk about all those things that you've been through. Now, you also mentioned you've been called to be a doctor. Tell mm. us a bit more about that journey as well.
1: Awesome. Thanks for that. So um, I remember when I was in um, high school, because, you know, you, you kind of some people know what they want to be mm. when they're in primary school. Yeah. But when you decide on what you're going to study, most times it's when you're in high school. So mm-hmm. in high school, I was one of those um, children <laughs> who um, was good in everything. Um, and I remember every year, the first time I got to the school, um, my brother was there and I said, they said I'm on a list. And he said, what list? I said something, mendation list? Is a commendation list? I said, eh, yeah. He was like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. And it's a, it's a list whereby they, at the half term of every term, they would give people gradings on whether they were lazy or satisfactory or above average and Mm -hmm. hardworking. So I, when you get a certain number of those outstanding grades, you get on the commendation list. Mm. And so, to the school i didn't know what that was and i saw myself on the list and i was like oh my goodness am i in trouble Uh, but my brother told me that that was a great list wow when i was going through school i was very in tune with being an engineer an aeronautical engineer oh wow i I was so intrigued about it you must be intelligent (laughs) i i I loved it you must be good with physics I, I know I love physics as until date. Wow. I love physics so much I love physics I love mathematics I love further mathematics as in beautiful and the thing about it you know in exams when you would usually have this um exams that were like multiple choice but you had to be very fast yeah I'm not somebody who likes to cram and because I don't cram, I don't memorize formulas in my head when i get to the exam hall i derive the formula and wow. then utilize the formula
0: yeah wow so
1: that that's the way i kind of worked
0: wow. and
1: um when it got to i think it was my uh fifth year in high school because mm. we have six years in high school um mm. i got this calling that i should be a doctor i was like doctor really okay mm-hmm. and this was god saying juni i need you to help people Mm. I needed to save lives. Mm. And that was the moment when people were thinking, oh, okay, um, if you want to be a lawyer, these are the courses you do. If you want to be this, these are the things you do. And I I said, okay, fine. I will just go with this choice. And that's when I made that choice and the decision. And I did um, go into medicine. I remember medical school was, and I I tell my medical students when I'm teaching them, for example, I'll say, oh, okay. So um, let's say we're talking about uh, abdominal pain. A patient presents with abdominal pain and I'm explaining to them, oh, this is what happens. Do you know what structures are on here? And they're looking at me like, what? And by the time I'm going through the anatomy of it, which is of course what I learned in medical school like over two decades ago, they go, what? two years ago was it last year <laughs> remember remember what's the embryology behind it what how did it develop <laughs> you know and it, it's really fascinating so that's wow. how um because of the calling i felt i was not studying medicine alone it was like god was there with me i yeah. said because god you are the one that created this human being yes and so give me the knowledge to wow. understand Hearts of this human being that you made.
0: Wow. Give
1: me the ability to be able to reach the hearts of the people that mm-hmm. you're sending me to. Everybody that comes my way, help me to be able to give healing, even with my words, with my silence, even with my being there, the energy that is radiating from me. Wow. Help me be a instrument of your peace.
0: Wow. To wow. Oh, wow. I feel it. i Dr. Judy. You know, I can see that you're not just there to teach; you're empowering them.
1: Oh, yes,
0: this day will change their attitude because once you taught them well, their attitude towards medicine change because they're not just there. Some people just go there sometimes because of money, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, wow. And you know what? I always learned this, I remember, from God. I mean, yeah, like, in the sense that this, this understanding, I, I got it from this, I would say, revelation, really. I knew that God is with me, inside me, mm. that I've got the mind of Christ, and that I'm one with him. Mm. And so whenever I go, I'm shining. Mm. My energy will go there and my presence will bring along love, peace. And every time I see my patient or anyone, I know that I'm there to give. I'm there to serve. I'm there to help.
1: Mm, that is beautiful. That
0: is, that is where, you know, no longer worried about how people perceive me because I just know that, um, you know, I'm going to shine this light, whatever happens.
1: Yes. That is so beautiful. That is so, so beautiful. And that's what takes you through all the challenges and um, the hardships. Because, I mean, being um, in a high-pressured clinical environment is very challenging.
0: I know, (laughs) man. I can tell you that how many (laughs) patients we see in a day. 80 tasks a day, you know. Paperwork. (laughs) And then while you're seeing patients, they will send four messages that Doctor, can you see this? Nine-week call. Two-week call. Doctor, can you see this? A child with tonsillitis, doctor. And i see, I say, okay, 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 that's fine. Tonight, thank God I don't have meetings. Mm, I always got meetings. I said, today I don't have meetings, so that's all right. You know, we just squeeze it in, you know, especially with the pressures, isn't it? Of course. So that's the thing with our job. And I'm so glad I've got you because you understand. Mm.
1: Because so a lot true.
0: of people don't understand. I go to a lot of masterminds. I kind yeah. of reveal to them what is the background, you know, things that is happening, uh, you know, behind the scene as a GP in UK. Yes. You know, it's completely different from other countries, you know, because we have our own pros and cons here, you know. Yes. So being a single mum mm. on its own, it's already a challenge. But obviously we've got kids as well. Mm. There is obviously, you know, you are the answer for everything. Mm. <laughs> so that means you have to do everything. Pretty much. How do you divide the time? How do you schedule everything in?
1: Oh, you, wow. You are a coach. Yes.
0: You are a GP. <laughs> and you're a mom. You're the sh- driver. You're the chef. You're the cleaner. Yeah, you're the iron lady. You have to, you know what else? Um, You have to change bed sheets. You have to, what else you have to do? You have to sort out the garden. You have to, oh, everything. So yes. you have to pay the bills.
1: Exactly. So,
0: I know. And you have to organize your own business as well. So how yes. do you do
1: that? Time, time management. That is it. Exactly. So I think when people tend to think about, um, all those things, when you think about all of them, they can be overwhelming. Mm. And uh, there was a research that was carried out that if uh, you are a woman that combines work with motherhood, you're 18% more stressed than women who have no children. Mm. Then that level goes from 18% to 40%, 4-0, wow. if you've got two children. mm. Now, imagine you have got two children and then you have maybe you are the only one there sorting things out and doing things. It can be even much more stressful. What I've come to realize is you can focus on there's so much happening around me or you can decide to understand what is in your sphere of influence Mm. or in your sphere of concern. Mm. now this is a concept i got from reading the book by stevie covey um ah, seven habits of highly effective people i
0: love that book i know it's beautiful you know, I, it's like a I,
1: masterpiece
0: a masterpiece i read it when i was a teenager mm-hmm. god god kind of like you know and then uh another book was when i was a teenager was um i mean obviously max Lucado books and all those but um the other one is how to influence
1: yes Dale Dale Carnegie Mm. yes oh my goodness and then those books are like books that I tell my because I'm getting my children to read books. And as a matter of fact, I'll tell you a little bit about that in a bit. So Mm. basically what I do is I I look at my sphere because sphere of concern is really wide. Mm. Oh, goodness. What has the news said today? What are they saying about the pandemic? What are they saying about school? What are they saying about the weather? You know, all that you can't control. Mm. So all that is out there. Mm. But then there is the sphere of influence, which is what you have control over which can be what are you doing today to get your desired result. You, have, you may not have control over the results you're getting, but mm. you have the influence and control over the actions you're taking. Mm. So what I have come to realize is focusing on the sphere of influence rather than the sphere of concern is mm. a very important first step. Mm. The second thing is practice brain dumping. Now, this is something I always recommend to my to mothers that I coach, that the night before you go to bed, get your journal. I, I use a particular kind of planner. And you just dump everything in your head. Write letter to this person. Pay the bills brain tomorrow. It is, brain dump. Just write it down. Every single thing. Just write it down. Whether you're doing this or you're not doing it. Write it down wow. as it comes to your mind. What that does for you is that it takes the stress off your mind at that time so that you can sleep well okay and then in the morning when you wake up there is a process that you can do now you need to remember that you're not alone even Mm. if you are like a single mother or you feel like you don't have people around you you're not alone Mm. you're not alone no man is an island except Mm -hmm. you choose to be one and be. because no man is an island, you need to remember that you have certain things that you can do. Yeah. All those tasks that you have written down, yeah. there are some things that only you can do. Yes. And you need to be truthful to yourself. Yeah. If there is somebody who can do the task better than you. Yep. More efficiently than you. Yep. Or cheaper than you. Please outsource. Wow. Leverage. Live leverage. <laughs> That's it. Leverage. Leverage. Outsource delegates.
0: Mm, I love delegation.
1: Ah, I love that so much. And I the funny thing about delegation, it is, <laughs> it's so good. And you know the funny thing? People forget that you can delegate to your children. Oh! And, and you know, they say, oh no, they are still young. Do you know that if a child can hold a remote control or a phone, they can do a chore? Yeah, of course. Exactly. So as early as two years old, they can start doing house chores. So you don't have to do everything. Yeah. So you need to yeah. learn to delegate, you need to learn to outsource, you need to need to learn to leverage the people around you. Mm. So because you are able to do that, going through your list, the things that you can delegate and leverage, do that. Mm. The ones that are for you to do. Mm. Then you then go through your priorities. Now I talk about priorities because they are very important. Mm. Many mothers say, oh my God, to-do list. When I was younger, I used to have a to-do list. I started making my to-do list from as early as high school. Actually, maybe even primary school. I had my to-do list. It was perfect. It worked well for me. Mm. But when I became a mother, it went out the window because it didn't work. Yes. So I had to learn to change my to-do list to a power list.
0: Power list. Yes. So how do you do that?
1: And how you do that is identifying your priorities Mm. on your list. Mm. When you identify your priorities on your list, Mm. you then go ahead and schedule the priorities, Mm. There is a lovely quote by Stephen Covey as well, mm. also from another from another book. It says, "You do not prioritize your schedule; you schedule your priorities." Mm. And so I use that knowledge mm. along with the um, pe- perhaps people have may have heard of this, the Pareto principle, eighty twenty mm. rule,
0: eighty twenty. Yep.
1: Exactly, there are certain 20% things that you can do that will shift 80% of the things on your list. That's it, identify them, do them.
0: Yep, wow, 80 yes. 20. Come on,
1: Absolutely. Moms,
0: listeners. <laughs> you know, that is how you delegate and help, don't burden yourself.
1: Mm, that's wow, it. Wow,
0: wow, wow, mommy. Okay, um. Now, the other question is, um, you also mentioned about your coaching. So tell me, how did you, I, I know you've been through the bad patch, but how did you decide or come to that decision? That's what you want to do. Because it is a uphill, difficult journey to be a coach, you know, with what you are doing to get on that journey it's not easy because it's a startup.
1: Yes, absolutely. So what, what, um, what What? happened? Oh, wow. That's that, that a very interesting story as well. I love you know. interesting story, you know. <laughs> you know, anytime I, when I ask people, I ask my students the other day, what do you guys think? Am I an introvert or an extrovert? They all said extrovert. And I'm like, no, I'm an introvert. I'm, I'm I am so introverted, but nobody believes me. So you I can was and, it, Of course yeah. Exactly. But you see the thing about it is that I'm a very private person, very introverted. I remember when my father had died and was going through that rough patch in my life, mm. I shut off social media. I deactivated every account I had. Mm. I was not I didn't even know when Instagram came up. Wow. Because I was not on social media. Mm. And so um one day I was having my morning devotion and when during my morning devotion i always read from some particular um uh, devotional so the part of scripture was from the book of matthew and this passage was from the story of the king and his uh three servants ah. so this king was going on uh, on a journey and he called three servants together and he says um okay gave one five talents gave the other one two talents gave the third one, one talent. And it went Mm. off. Mm. And so he came back much later and he called his servants to give account. Yeah. The first servant comes and says, oh, King, I'm so glad you're back. You gave me five talents. I went and traded. I got five more. Here are 10 talents. And the King says, you are a good and faithful servant. Come in. I will reward you Because you have been given little and you have done much more with it. Wow. The second servant comes and says, um, oh, king, you gave me two talents. I went and traded. I got two more. Here I have four talents. And he also said that come good and faithful servant," and rewarded him. The third servant comes and says, oh, king, I'm so glad you're here. You gave me one talent. I was afraid and I hid it. You know that part of scripture that story I've always I've read it many times before mm. but on that day I wept. Mm. I wept because that was me. I was that servant who had been given a talent and because I was afraid mm. I hid it. Mm. because the Lord had been laying in my heart. I need you to reach out to more people. I said, yes, Lord, I'm going to reach more patients, you know, in my appointments. He said, no, I want you to reach out to more people. I want you to go out there and help more people, go on social media. I said, no, I can't do that. When I read that part of scripture, I said, Lord, I am sorry Mm. because this is me. I dug a hole. Mm. I hid that talent because Mm. I was afraid. Lord, give me the ability to act even when I'm afraid. Wow. And so that was the day I decided to go full, or full on into yeah. coaching. Wow. And I didn't know what I was doing because, I mean, I, I came from a family where we are all like uh, professionals, office people. I, I didn't have any entrepreneurial bone in my body kind mm. of thing. So I didn't even know what to do. But I just said, you know what? Just lead me. And the Lord was just leading me. to the right place to the right place to the right coach and all that and that's how i started my journey Mm,
0: wow wow you know what that that bible passage was the one for me as well that i cannot bury that talent Mm. you know and that we have to grow it that we cannot be afraid see god always tell me i'm a god of show and tell I'm a God of show and tell. Okay? You cannot hide me. Mm. So you have to go and sh- uh, go, go and tell, you know, or show and tell, you know. You have to exactly. show and tell, you know. My goodness. You keep it so quiet to only few people. What's the point? You know, more people need to know me. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, that passage is amazing. And I've learned so much from it. It's about... You know, your talent, everyone is uh, are talented. And yes. just like what you said, mom is a super mom. So I actually believe all children, everyone is born as a white canvas. Mm. The only thing that actually limit us is ourselves mm. because we actually follow the mold around us and we actually limit ourselves. But actually God told us that you can do anything. Mm. only person stopping you that stop you like the ceiling it's you because you believe that you are limited but if mm. you believe that you're not limited that you can do anything your mind will explode creativity will come in business mm. plans, seeds, mm. all sorts will come in because mm. you know why the mind is so powerful because God has given us those minds and I I wanted to tell so much of this to the world because people are limiting themselves. Even people in the church, Mm. they they think that, right? Oh no, you just do this. You Mm. know, you just do that. No, God says you can do anything. You just have to create that in your mind. Mm. You just ask God, things will flow. You will start finding things. People will come in. You know everything, every all the universe, God will send the right people, the right, you know people and um, opportunity mm. to make things happen. Yes, what so, uh, That is what I believe in and I know that is what people need to know. Yes, it's not they they are not aware. they live in ignorance. they live under mm. a cap. Yes. that will limit them and stop them from doing whatever God has actually asked them to do because yeah. we're, we're always not fulfilling what, you know, that we are supposed to be doing. And they, they always say there's, you know, all these riches, plans and all mm-hmm. sorts, we all die with you in the grave. Because True. why? It's all died in the grave because what they have done is that they say, oh, I can't do it, you know. Mm-hmm be that big no it's not possible i say you mm. it's possible yeah put your mind to it it will happen mm. and if, yeah. if you hear some of the things that is happening you know how people have achieved you know the autobiography you know people oh. who are you know from nothing yes become billionaires millionaires successful entrepreneurs again yes. you know what dr Dooney dr dooney i love that passage anyway let's uh go back to some of your teaching.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So in a sense that um, I, I saw some of your articles and you talk a lot about burnout, exhaustion. So yes. what are the things that mum could do? Or not just mum, I mean, in general, everyone. How can they help them to stop burnout and exhaustion? Mm,
1: yes, I, I I talk about my ABC, the ABC model. I like to keep things simple. Okay. ABC. We, abc exactly abc is it when it comes to managing and stopping burnout is a you need to be aware because you see my pep there is a person, a passage in the bible that says my people perish for lack of knowledge that is so true mm. if you do not know you will not be able to do mm. you will not be able to make changes you will not be able to take action mm. and so you need to be aware increase your self-awareness and increase your situational awareness
0: situational Mm.
1: so whenever you increase that awareness Mm. you will be able to know when your body is talking to you you see our body is always talking to you initially it's first of all whispers oh i'm not feeling so good and then when you don't listen to it it starts to whimper i'm not feeling very good and then When you don't listen, it starts to scream and shout, help! And that's where your blood pressure is high. Diabetes comes in, all kinds of things happen, and you wonder Mm. what happened. Uh, So we need to increase our self-awareness. And the way we do that is to sharpen our senses. mm. We have been blessed by senses. The sense of sight, the sense of hearing, the sense Mm. of smell, the Mm. sense of taste, our sixth sense, and the sense of touch. Mm. We can actually perceive when we are approaching signs of stress or burnout. Mm. So these are certain things. Then the next thing, when you are able to know where you are and what you're perceiving, the B is that you need to actually break things. Now, you might think breaking is a bad thing, but when you are breaking things, you need to break you need to break up things. When how many people have um, ever planted anything? Mm. Now my father, he's an, he, he was an agri economist, and I remember in, high, in primary school when they said what 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 does your father do? And I say agri economist. Everybody looked what 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 does that mean? I said oh he's a farmer, <laughs> you know. So I kind of had a little bit of knowledge in terms of planting seeds. Mm. When you want to plant a seed, you need to break up the soil. Mm. Because when you put the seed in and cover up and water it, the soil needs to be loose enough Mm. for the roots that are going to come out of that seed Mm. to grow through. Because if you plant that seed in clay soil, Mm. where it's all compact and hard, Mm. that seed is going to die and not germinate. Yes, yes. So you need to break up the soil, and Mm. that is exactly what you need to do to yourself. You need to break up how you are Um, approaching things, sometimes we need to actually be that piece of um, ceramic which is broken. Mm. The good thing about that breaking process is that it is the prerequisite for you creating the life you want to live. Mm. You are able to pick up all the things that are not serving you anymore. Because Mm. what was serving me when I was five years old Mm. did not serve me when I was 15. It's not serving me right now. So I need to get rid of those things and recycle and reinvent myself. Yes. That's what we need to recognize. Mm. Because if there are certain habits, and I remember I used to have this thing: I never do this, I don't do that. I've stopped saying that Mm. because, except of course, if it's a bad habit, as a very bad habit, I know that I would never do this. Why? Because there are certain things, never say never, because. Perhaps you have said, I would never do this. And that is the thing that is going to save you when mm. you are 35, as opposed to when you were 15 and you said, I will never do this. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to break up our belief structure. We need to break up our thought process. We need to break up the things in our lives that are not serving us. Mm. And there, remove those things. Mm. The third one, which is C, is to create. Uh-huh. Now. I love this particular um, mode of, um, uh, it's, I think it's Japanese um, um, artwork. Where it's kintsugi. Kintsugi. Yeah, I love that because it's, it, when people look at broken pieces of pottery, you think, oh, it's damaged. throw it in the bin. But they take those pieces and they join them together mm. with precious metal. Yeah. And by the time they are done with it, it looks more beautiful than the original piece yes and because of that we have the superpowers Mm. of creating and that i talk about in my best-selling book one of our superpowers is creating creating you can create that beautiful splendid self you from the broken pieces Mm-hmm. And the lessons you have learned, those lessons you have learned from the brokenness, from the hardship, from the stress, from the overwhelm, from whatever that is, mm-hmm. are the nuggets, the precious metal you use to put the pieces together.
0: Wow.
1: And when you do this, mm-hmm. you are allowing the stress to, you have, uh, you have, uh, you are aware, you have acknowledged that it's there, you know what it's like. You've broken it so that it can flow out of you. You've gotten rid of that. And now you can create that life that wow. is now able to prevent the burnout from coming in, yeah. manage the stress better, and take steps to the life you want.
0: Wow, wow. You're amazing, man. You're a good teacher. You make it into so simple. And that's why you are a successful coach and a teacher. <laughs> you know Thank make you. it very simple and i can see that power in you you know the clarity you bring clarity and you bring you bring that obviously what is important you emphasize it you make it very simple Thank and you. i love it so let's say i am broken yeah so i'm broken i'm in really deep, deep problem what would you be, what would be your advice for me
1: First of all, I will want you to stretch your arms out and give yourself a big hug. Wow.
0: Nah.
1: And as you do that, I would want you to, most times I tell people to do this in front of a mirror because mm. they can look into their eyes. Mm. And as you say that, say your name and yeah. say, I love you.
0: I so really if it's love me, you. I
1: will say, Duni, I love you. I love you. Duni, I cherish you.
0: Mm.
1: And when you say that to yourself, sometimes it's hard Mm. to say you love yourself when you feel broken. Mm. But that is the healing process. That's it. You love yourself, Mm. you cherish yourself, you accept yourself for how you are. Wow. That's the first step and the most important. Wow. The second thing I would advise is to remember that you're not alone. Mm. Call for help. Mm. People think that calling for help is a sign of weakness. Mm. No, it's a sign of strength. Mm. It shows that you're self-aware. Mm. Now, I have had intensive emotional intelligence training and a very key component of emotional intelligence is self-awareness. Mm. And You need to be self-aware to be able to say, hey, help, I need help. Mm. So you are emotionally intelligent when you mm. ask for help. Mm. So it's a strength, not a weakness. Wow. And remember mm. that you can navigate through anything. Mm. So when you have that belief, mm. you accept yourself, loving yourself, mm. you ask for help and have the belief that you can navigate through anything. Mm. Even in that state of brokenness, Mm. you would start to create those that kintsugi. You bring that into your own life to create a beautiful masterpiece Mm. with the lessons you've learned in that brokenness.
0: Right. Okay. Amazing. Amen. Oh, the thing is, let's say I'm broken. I've done that. But sometimes it's very hard to motivate yourself. Yes. How do I do that? Because in order to be able to do that, I need to motivate myself to drive myself out of this. So, yes. what would be your advice on that?
1: That's it. That's why you need to remember you're not alone. I know call that's for why help. I always tell mothers, call for help. That's it. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is, don't feel you're alone. And that's why, it, with the mothers I coach, I say, look, I, in my community, they, they, you join the club. Mm. There are some days that you're feeling like, yeah, yeah, I've got the energy. I'm awesome. And there are some days you're feeling like, oh, mm. God, <laughs> you know, I can't do this. Days, exactly. And that's why I always say every mom is a super mom, not because of the super things that she does, but because of the superpowers she possesses within. And so, even on those days when you're under the duvet crying, mm. you are a super mom. Wow. So when you are in a community mm. and you say, Hey, not feeling great today, mm. people pour into you. Because at that point, you are feeling broken. you there's no energy, there's no you know motivation. Mm. Sometimes you need to tap into the belief that people have in you mm. and they pour into you. And that's why you should remember you're not alone. Yes. Get help. Yeah, join help. a community, wow. be part of the tribe. Wow.
0: so another question thank you so much what if when i'm in the group i'm somebody who's victim mentality Mm. i just love to moan i just don't want to get help all i just want to say is complain this Mm. is bad this is bad i'm the victim and they refuse to shift do you have
1: any help for me Oh, yes.
0: (laughs) Sorry, I'm asking very hard questions. Absolutely.
1: No, this is good. This is good because I see a lot of that as well. Mm. It's called tough love. Tough love. Mm. (laughs) It's called tough love. You (laughs) see, at that point in time, you need to do a prescription. Yes. And that prescription is a pill called tough love. Mm. There are certain times you need to actually... You see... um, with with my patients, they are most of my patients are adults, or even those that are children, they've got their parents with them or an adult with them. Mm. I like people to make an informed choice because you see, many people think that um you would do this for me. No, I'm not doing it for you. You are doing it for you. Yeah. You are making a choice. Yeah. And if you make a if a an unwise choice or unhealthy choice, it's not because um it doesn't make you a bad person you just made an unhealthy choice or wise choice at that time mm. but if i give you all the information you need to take that step mm. now there is something i with people who have a victim mentality mm. they are in reaction mode yeah reaction mode Reaction mode and you see what happens with reaction mode is that you cannot grow in reaction mode your emotions are all over the place in reaction mode. Mm-hmm. Your mindset is in reaction mode. Mm. So I tell people you can choose to react or you can choose to respond. Respond. And I tell them look, when you are responding, you have what we call response ability. Mm. You as a human being have got responsibility, the ability Mm. to respond. Mm. And when you have the ability to respond, Mm. you need to step out of your reacting states. Mm. So my question there to that person is, are you ready Mm. to respond? Mm. To step up to your responsibility? Mm. And they say yes or no. Mm. If they say no, I like victim mode. It's your choice. Yes. You stay there. You know, that's it. But the thing about it is that you can lead a horse to water. You can't force it to drink. That's
0: it. You can't force them to drink. You can show them the way. That's what we do, isn't it? Exactly. Wow. Okay, I love that because that's what you need to do as a coach, isn't it?
1: Exactly, yeah. There's some days as a coach, you're there. Oh, you can do it. You can do it. And there's some days, get up and run! Yeah. (laughs) Yes!
0: do it you know exactly yes do it you know don't just give excuses no no excuse you know yes wow wow. so i love that you know so impromptu ah that goes to show you a good coach there now let's say i want to be healthy what would be your advice for me
1: Oh, that, I love that because pe- many people think healthy is uh, eat and drink and sleep. But like I mentioned before, the, you as a human being have got four aspects to you. Mm. Mind, body, soul, and spirit. Yeah, Being healthy means ensuring that each of those aspects is well catered for. Mm. I always start with spirit because that's the most important. We are spiritual beings having a human experience.
0: That's right.
1: So if you are, some people may have their spiritual preferences, but connect spiritually. Mm. Believe that because that you, you didn't just appear in this world. You were created yes. by God who loves you. Yeah. Build that relationship. Sometimes you need to, maybe you are the kind of person that prays or whatever. But sometimes you just sit down and listen. Lord, what do you think I should do? Mm. My father used to say, your relationship with God should be such that you can say, ah, Baba God, I'm about to go to the toilet. Okay, and you go to the toilet. Uh, You know, it should be so cordial. Mm. So spiritually, you need to fill yourself up. Mm. Most times it's done through prayer or reading spiritual texts. Mm. The second is mind. Mm. Mind is so important. Mm. Why? Because the mind drives everything. That we do mm. and when it comes to your mind mm. how do you take care of your mind how do you keep a healthy mind mm. be aware of the thoughts going through your mind mm. get rid of the negative ones mm. and build the positive ones how do you do that mm. getting rid of the negative ones can be done by journaling Generally. there's something i call a worry journal mm. where you write all the things that distressing, upsetting, annoying, whatever it is, and you get rid of it. Mm. And then when you are trying to get your mind well, Mm. more healthy, meditation, Mm. mindfulness, is, it cannot be overemphasized. That's Mm. another healthy method, okay, for the mind. Mm. For the soul, like I said, music is the food of the soul. Mm. So... Music is a very good way. It's enjoyable. Now, of course, we have got different genres of music. Mm. If you're the kind of person that like you you like the hip-hop kind of music, mm. it's great. I love hip-hop. I rap. Yeah. It's good. But there are certain music that have a way of vibrating within mm. you to cause things like bliss, joy, yep. happiness. There yeah. are some that will bring up anger within you yeah rock uh, things is like heavy rock they have a way of doing certain vibrations mm. also when you have a thing like maybe um so there's some type of like hip-hop music mm. that i know that those ones when i listen to them i know how my body is remember that you are predominantly made of water mm. and by virtue of your body made of water when you listen to these things they have a way of vibrating Mm. And causing different alignments or malalignments within yourself. So be aware of those sounds, those music. Mm. It has been found that classical music is very, very soothing. Mm. And the frequency, especially the classical music of the Baroque era, it has been found to be synchronous with our heartbeats. Wow. Wow. Mm. And as a result of that, we find that some people, when they are struggling to sleep, they just listen to some form of classical music and they just drift off. Why? Because of the frequency and how it aligns with our normal framework. Of course. So that's with the soul. Mm. Now, when it comes to the body, now that one is very good because Mm. you see that we are made up of earth. Mm. We've been formed beautifully, wonderfully made. Mm. but we need to take care of this earth this vessel things as simple as be mindful of the things you put in your mouth Mm. because when you put things in your mouth and they cause inflammation in your guts Mm. it gets you sick and unhealthy
0: that's right yeah so be
1: mindful of what you put in your mouth Mm. things that are maybe artificial processed all those things try to avoid them
0: Mm. and the
1: second thing very important for a healthy body is sleep sleep so important it needs to you need to put it in no matter how busy you are sleep Sleep. i don't joke with my sleep i sleep well i sleep well (laughs) yeah okay so that's how you if you're looking to be healthy spirit mind soul body put all those things Mm -hmm. in what about exercise oh definitely exercise i love exercise and the thing about it is that you know with the soul i combine the music with dancing so wow. that is a way of um so you- that's movements you know you, you do some yeah so oh yeah
0: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. so you love your dances do you dance with your kids
1: i do we dance all the time we have a dance off all the time
0: oh wow that's all the time my kids play the music, but I, yeah, I do dance a bit, you know. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, with regards to, you know, all this coaching you've done, you know, um, I I heard that you're going everywhere to speak and you get paid to speak as well. Yes. You know, tell me some of your amazing experiences.
1: Uh, so um, I've had experiences like speaking. I, I think I went to Michigan. Mm. Um, to speak to some amazing people um i of course the world is opening up a little bit more so we are kind of traveling a little bit but most of the time it was mainly online and um i got called to speak at a a (coughs) conference for fashion designers in um japan actually so it was quite interesting that um but it was really lovely and what happens with the speaking engagement because i love to travel personally i love to travel but mm-hmm. of course um my my travel my um going about revolves around my children uh-huh. and uh, of course it needs to work out so of course um with that i i, I still get to speak and my children have said, mommy, we would like to come with you when you're speaking. So first, yes, I, I also endeavor sometimes to take them along, especially. Of course. You're
0: yeah. empowering they're, them. They're
1: my, they're my biggest cheerleaders, I must say. Oh, my children wow. are just amazing. I remember mm-hmm. when I was running the Manchester Marathon last year. Wow. Um, my children were, my. They, we trained together. They're come on, mommy, come on, mommy, let's go, let's go. <laughs>
0: Wow, that is amazing. You are their role models, isn't it? Amazing. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Right, okay, mummy. So you speak on different stages. And yeah. what do you speak on? about So I your... speak
1: about um, managing stress and overwhelm. I yep. also speak about work-life. I don't call it balance. I call it harmony mm. because you need to flow. Mm. I also talk about... Um, diversity that's something very important and dear to my heart because mm. i know that sometimes in where we are as mothers um w- m- most uh, well mothers are women <laughs> so mm. first of all we are part of the diverse group mm. and from my own background we also have another form of diversity there mm. um and sometimes unfortunately. Mm. Uh, the world has not come to a place where um, there's a lot of inclusion.
0: That's it, yeah.
1: So um, we see a lot of uh, discrimination I and we'll it be it. detrimental mm. to our mental and emotional well-being. Mm. So How do we include without being patronising um, and without mm. also um, those who are probably being uh, excluded or looked down or discriminated against? Without taking the victim mentality, yes. you know, because there is that temptation like, oh yes, it always happens to me. Why must it always happen to you? No. Take mm. ownership, you know. Ownership. So that's empowerment as well. Mm. Um, the other things that I speak about is um talking about uh work retention, so w- recruitment and retention of mothers in the staffing in companies, mm. because you see, women, we are wonderful creatures. We are very creative. Mm. We can make things out of nothing. Yeah. As it, And we are so flexible. We are the relationship managers. We are just you can do anything. Absolutely. And the funny thing is, we are an asset to any organization we are Yes. In. And because of that, many people are wanting to employ women, but they're like, Oh, I don't know. And the moment the, the a woman becomes a mother, the, there is some challenges yeah. um, to retaining because then she goes, you know what? I need to leave, take care of my kids. And you know, there's a lot of things going there. So what I do is that I speak, how can we support the mothers mm-hmm. in work and to how can the mothers work. be aware of how to empower themselves out of work so that they don't come into work stressed or leave work stressed.
0: Mm. Oh, I love that, man.
1: Exactly. So those are the things I speak about.
0: In my workplace, we've got all ladies, uh, all, all, you know, like I've got a lot of stuff, all ladies. Yeah. Wow. All ladies. No, no, I mean the, like partners are, doc. I mean, they're male, but the majority are female and I love it, you know. I love it. Yes. Wow. Okay. So another question is, so you're a businesswoman. Yes. So what would be a good, I mean, what are the things you like to invest in?
1: Oh, now, <laughs> now, like I mentioned before, I did not really have an entrepreneurial bone in my body. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I've had to kind of grow into that a bit. Yeah. Um, and I'm k- kind of opening my awareness. And I always say I'm an eternal student. So mm. I'm the kind of person I, I've got a level of curiosity mm. that's kind of go ooh I like that yeah. ooh I like that but you know it's really great so um I, I'm kind of in, very interested when it comes to um things that leave a legacy mm. because you see you can buy things and invest in things but mm. if they do not align with your values
0: mm. it's
1: a bit of um I would I, I I personally I see that as a waste mm. okay so. Um when it comes to um business and investing, I look at things that leave a legacy. I have seen that um investing in so of course people think about investing in things like crypto. Now that's a market I'm not very I, I'm not very vast in, so it's not something I can talk about.
0: I invest property. in crypto, I can tell you.
1: Oh, perfect. And and property is something that I definitely believe in the um, the pound. turnover, the relationship. And, you know, one of my coaches said something. He said, you see, in property marketing and in property business, you are not just buying an empty carcass. You're maybe, if you, especially if you're doing residential property, you're buying a person's home and you're providing a home to somebody else. That's so right. when you put the humanness, the relationship into it, mm. it's more fulfilling. So and um, because of the kind of person I am, and personally, apart from of course being a family doctor, being a teacher, where there's a lot of empathy required, naturally I'm very empathetic. Mm. I'm the kind of person that when I'm happy yeah. I laugh. I'm sorry. When I'm happy I cry. Mm. When I'm sad I cry. When I'm afraid I cry. As I'm oh. that, I'm so full of emotions, and mm. I, it's not because I'm so sad and I'm crying. No, I'm so excited. I'm crying. I'm so thrilled. I'm, yeah. you know? kind of thing that's kind of person i am so when i see that i can make a difference in that Mm. kind of scenario i I definitely go into
0: that wow 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 that's amazing you know you I'm, i'm sure you know you will invest wisely you know and because what you want is you want to build a legacy that's what you want you want to build a legacy you want to impact people's life and not just simply just looking at the numbers but actually what are you planning to do with it and um now with regards to um have you got a membership site
1: i have i have so what's
0: your membership site
1: so it's uh dr Yeah. and in the membership site we have uh, different chairs so of course we know that some people have got different needs mm. and what basically what we tend to do is we provide a community. Mm. when you have me as your coach mm. and so on those days when you're like oh, i don't know what to do come there come there yeah, there yeah yeah so um also you remember i talked about holistic well-being yeah yeah uh, i uh, i believe that as mothers we are readers mm. we are leaders and remember leaders are readers That's now what... many mothers don't have the time to read Mm. But you see, guess what? I am a bookworm. I love to read. Yeah,
0: I love to read. Yeah. So,
1: we have a book club in the club.
0: Oh, how it's do language. you do that?
1: Yes, yeah, so every month we talk about a particular book.
0: Ah.
1: Yes. Oh. So, I read the book. If you can read the book, great. This month, we are talking about love languages. Oh, I love language.
0: love languages.
1: Exactly. Chapman, isn't it? Yes, that's it. Mm, and that's so, it's it. so beautiful being mm. able to share that. And we've mm. talked about so many books over the last few months. Wow, We also have um uh, access to events and yeah. we have a huge training vault mm. where we have access to in and monthly coaching and weekly accountability. So that's all wow. in the club.
0: Wow, wow, amazing. <laughs> Mompreneurs. Yeah. yeah, wow, <laughs> you created all that.
1: Absolutely.
0: Wow! 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 Full of knowledge, full of juices of wisdom, right, Doctor Tony? I want to ask you. So you mentioned that you've got coaches and people who, obviously, you know, you learn from. So who are the coaches that you, uh, love the most or your favorite?
1: Oh, Now this is this is where I have difficult one. Oh, now. Uh, Okay, so of all my coaches who are out there—you can't say the yourself. Coaches. I know you. 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 You are the top one. So sorry. So I think when it comes to my coaches, I think they all have different roles. Mm. Um, because I'm a nerd, and because I like uh, like big stuff. Yes. Yeah. So all that nerdy stuff. Um, kind of, I'm drawn to Be- um, Brendan Bouchard.
0: Uh, Ah, I love
1: it. He's just like
0: the way he thinks growth growth uh growth day.
1: Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, and I love that. Now, in regards to mindset, mindset's shift is Tony Robbins. Mm. Any day.
0: Me too. (laughs) I'm in his inner circle.
1: Yes. And then when it comes to huh, now let's see. When it comes to um, relating from a diversity point of view, oh yeah, I, I, I love glow, glow, yeah, I love glow too. <laughs> I didn't I don't about diversity. Ah, uh, yes. You know why? Because she is very she champions diversity, oh. and I know she's always sharing stories about her upbringing. Now she's also Nigerian. She's yeah. got Nigerian oh, parents. Yes, so uh, you, a, a typical Nigerian parent will say, "You go to school. You are either a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, or a failure." <laughs> oh, so but I—I I mean, you know, I told you that my my upbringing was quite unique. My parents were open to anything. Whatever you mm. want to be, they will support you. Mm. So, um, but yes, yeah, she she gives that diversity point of view, which mm. I of course, did not really have much of me because of, you know, my upbringing was very special. Mm. Um, so I think she she brings that light and she's had a lot of experiences, even though she's, she's quite young. She's got a lot of experiences and mm. that openness is just phenomenal. Mm. And I think I love that rawness about her. Mm. Yeah, so I think from that diversity point of view, she is one that I, and yeah. sometimes she gets things wrong and she'll openly say, oh, I made a mistake tell Mm. me what what would I have done differently you
0: know
1: I I love that about her
0: I mean I saw Glow on uh, Tony Robbins platform you know that's how I met her Um, yeah yeah, I love Lisa Nichols as well but anyway that's your choice okay lovely lovely and uh, next one is what are your top three okay I'll put top three favourite books
1: Uh, (laughs) i think um oh gosh um the first one uh the alchemist
0: oh yeah alchemist yeah
1: alchemist um oh this one gets me crying every single time i read it um the greatest salesman in the world oh mandino oh i heard of that oh my god it's a book you need to read Oh, I wow. don't want to spoil it. Okay. My goodness, it's a book. Wow. It is a book. And you know... One, greatest one thing salesman, yeah? The, yes. That one thing I love about the book is the way it's kind of tied into my faith. So it's beautiful. It, 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 when you read okay, it, i, I will talk about it. Yeah, about yeah, yeah.
0: I will read yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> because I, I read a lot as well. I, I aim for one book a, a week. Oh, and also uh at the moment I have got a lot of courses so I have to finish like Tony Robbins stuff I've got Growth Day and then I've got Lisa Nichols and I've got like Mind Movies I've got mm. oh I've got a lot of Mind Power everything so I have to finish a lot of this but I have read a lot of books and I'm still going to read I continue lots of you know I think when you're on this journey especially podcasts as well you just have to relearn and do more and get to know more people okay yes. so what about your third one
1: yes now this one is an all-time favorite it was my first personal development book that i ever read it was recommended by my father the power of positive thinking ah that was the first personal Who's development the writer is vincent um peel
0: oh vincent peel okay let me see right okay you really read a lot man i do i do so your kids are reading your books
1: oh yes and and the thing about is that um i i formed a mastermind with my children oh wow so See, we we sometimes read a book and then we kind of discuss it and when we kind of relate it you know and it, it's yeah. just phenomenal
0: oh wow that is super yeah <laughs> uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you what do your th- your kids think of you?
1: Oh they are my greatest fans and I'm their greatest fan.
0: <laughs> wow, this is a mutual respect, isn't it? Yes. That mutual love, mutual respect. I think that's so important. Yes. Mm. All right, mommy. Super mommy. I'm sure they say, yes, thanks, Super Mommy. Did they buy you the cake? I know. <laughs> They
1: bought
0: you the cake. I love it. Oh, they love it. Yeah, I love it. Oh, Mother's Day is coming. You know.
1: Oh yes. Oh yes. I oh,
0: can't wait. So <laughs> yeah. As a mom, you know, you sacrifice a lot.
1: Mm.
0: And once, once I became, once I became a mom, I appreciated my mom even more. Yes. Because you know, it's so hard work. It my is mom, uh, <laughs>
1: do you know um i i used to say before you just kind of celebrate your birthday so every day i actually i think i actually had this practice because every time it was my birthday i would of course everybody's calling me to wish you happy birthday i call my mommy and i say thank you mommy
0: Mm, wow
1: you know and i I think
0: you isn't it exactly that reward that oh that that's that the gift of life
1: that's it Mm. and um, while I'm celebrating the birthday of my children, I'm like, ah, it's me that did the work on that day. Did yeah, you you did
0: know? all the hard work. You just came out, you know. I squeezed you out. It was
1: pop out. Yeah. You know, what, what atrocities you caused on your way out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. With be happy, healthy, and wealthy. So with these three, which one is your top priority?
1: <laughs> happy. Happy. You know why? There is a there is a story my father told me. Oh wow. It was uh, actually uh um it was one of the very famous musicians that sang a song about it and he said um there was a man who was struggling he was poor he, his wife um, was really like look we need to change find a way to make ends meet and you know they were really struggling mm. and so he prayed and prayed and then finally god says i'm going to send help i'm going mm. to visit you mm. and then <clears throat> he had joy mm. he had he had three visitors that came to him joy money Mm. And um, good health. Mm. So he came and said, "Ah, thank you. Ah, you have come. Please come in." They said, "No, we cannot come in. You, only one of us can come into your house." They said, "He said, really? He said, only one of us." The wife said, "Ah, wealth, wealth. Tell the money to come in. Money needs to come into our house." And then he said, "Well, okay." And then they had their little son. Who was you know playing with the sand on the ground in their house you know and everything and they were still trying to debate who are we going to tell to come in We can't just uh you know just ignore these people, people and yeah. three of them cannot come in mm. so uh, he said you know but i have a bad back you you're not feeling well yourself let's help come in where we have health we can walk and get money mm. yeah? you know we yeah. so he, they were Arguing, no wealth is money. You can use the money to get the health. You can, you know. And they were arguing there anyway. The son now said, "I think you should invite Joy." Mm. And so they stopped arguing, and they said, "Really?" And they said, "Yes." So they went out and said, "Please, Joy, come in." Oh, so that's choice. how Joy came in, and all the others were following him. They said, I thought it's only one person. They said, yes, we cannot live without joy. Mm. So that is why I chose to be happy. Mm, wow, wow. That's
0: a good answer. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know, Dr. Dooney, you're um, really breath of fresh air, you know, mm. because in a sense that you bring that joy and with all those difficulties you've been through, you have overcome, you know. It is amazing with what you have learned along the way and now you want to share it, mm. you know. So for me, my ethos is the secret to living is giving. Mm. And you embodied that. Thank you. That's amazing. And um, I hope my audience will hear you and obviously follow you and you get to know more people, and I'm sure, you know, with your speaking engagement, getting more and more well-known, you get lots of followers, you know, like Tony Robbins, and um, yeah, I'm very thankful that you are, you know, with this podcast today, Um, it took a bit longer, thank you so much for your time, you must be tired now, it's almost midnight, and you are such a full of energy so dynamic you know like a dynamo never stop you know so because you follow and resonate that message of yourself that you've just created that you know how to overcome burnout overwhelm exhaustion you've managed to do that yourself you know so thank you very much dr Dooney. And I'm so glad that we shared the same faith. We were chit-chatting early on before we started. We are a bit late early on. But I am uh, grateful. And so audience, please listen, follow and subscribe. Because obviously, the more you subscribe, you're going to get greater guests to come up here to give you really golden nuggets and wisdom that you won't get out there. And it will fast-track your journey in life. And please... Uh, listen to Dr. Dooney. Thank you very much, Dr. Dooney.
1: Thank
0: you. Have a good rest, okay?
1: You too. Thank you so much.
0: God bless you. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.